0: Hey, good morning, and welcome to another episode of AI Buzz. My name is Nick. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I have some great stories in the world of machine learning and artificial intelligence to talk about. Let me give you a primer of what we're going to talk about. Models helping to predict traffic patterns out in California. Ocado, it's a food delivery company over in England. Uh, they are using AI heavily to op- optimize their operations. How the U.S. is falling behind in AI compared to other countries. I have reported on this before. There's some new reports out that I'd like to review. And lastly, everyone's favorite, Microsoft Office, getting an AI facelift. All that and more on this episode of AI Buzz. Let's get started. Traffic is everyone's favorite thing in the world, isn't it? Commuting to and from work really just lifts your spirits up. You wait in a line to work, and then you wait in a line to come home. Visionaries such as Elon Musk think they've cracked the code by inventing a hyperloop, and would love to see that implemented someday, though... It really seems, even out of his wild ideas, the tunnel system seems a little impractical. But nonetheless, I think everyone is rooting for him because traffic is the absolute worst. And, you know, before we have autonomous cars just actually driving us everywhere, we'll have to deal with traffic. And anyways, end rant. Can you tell I am not a huge fan of traffic? It really is sad because we have vertical buildings people going into these these vertical buildings and we're packing into a 3d structure and then when the workday ends people flow from this 3d structure onto our 2d roadways and we have horribly optimized traffic lights we have people looking at their phones and It's just, it's got to be one of the least efficient processes that we encounter in our day-to-day lives. Let me get back to the story, though. So, research from a collaboration between Lawrence Berkeley National Lab and the California Department of Transportation hopefully will optimize some of the traffic out on California roadways. LBL and California Department of Transportation, they're going to be rolling out some cool new machine learning tech. Uh, One thing that they did was they looked at a lot of the models that are out there already for predicting traffic. I guess there's a bunch of different ones, and they each kind of have their own strengths. Um, They have their own strengths and their own weaknesses. There's a lot of different ones, and some of the the research on the study said that typically to choose one of these models, a human would choose it, and it requires a lot of intuition and a little bit of luck and guesswork and stuff to really be picking the right one, and it doesn't really account for some of the uncertainties that are present on the roadways. So... What they did is they essentially took these models and they made an ensemble out of them. So they took these different models, each with their own strengths and weaknesses, and kind of blended and averaged and joined them together into making one supermodel. That's funny. Um, Making this kind of like master model. And by doing that, you essentially are... Making a more stable model, you're you're making it more robust to any sort of uncertainty that it's going to encounter. Instead of making a specialized model for one set of conditions, taking a ton of different uh, models, even in some cases if they're not great performers, averaging a ton of different um, average performing models together can make a, a very high performing model. So that's exactly what the team is doing and they have a whole network of sensors and um, equipment that they can use to actually test how the traffic is out there and they've actually deployed some of these models into regions where they have sensing data and they found that um, their predictions are actually pretty accurate and so they look at like 15 minute windows of time with their model, and then compare it to what the sensor is reading. So this is is really good work from Lawrence Berkeley National Lab, as well as the California Department of Transportation. I hear stories all the time about how traffic out there is just atrocious. I can't even imagine. California hopes to use the technology to potentially reroute traffic in the event of an accident or um, construction, or better optimize traffic lights, and just really make traffic flow as smoothly as possible with these models. So I think this is great. I think we need this everywhere, 100%. And I think it'll make people's lives a lot better and make us safer as well. Next up. Feeding the hungry and not letting food go to waste is an ongoing problem in every country. Lots of people throw a lot of food away, and a lot of people are hungry each day. And in order to really use food as efficiently as possible in things such as grocery stores or restaurants, um, being able to forecast the demand is key because think about how much food gets thrown away at a restaurant. You know, they they buy reams of different options and and all that, and if it doesn't get eaten, it essentially goes in the dumpster. And this food could instead be used to help out people in need. So one company over in England, Okado, it's an online food delivery service and they're actually a pretty beastly operation they're you know when i first heard of okada i actually had not heard of okada before i read several articles the most prominent was a forbes article about this subject that uh, i learned most of this content from it is not a startup at all they're using some pretty high-tech um packaging as well as food delivery algorithms to just, you know, really be as data driven as possible, which is really cool. So they're using machine learning intensively to identify exactly how customers are going to be interacting with their their site, their app, and, um, you know, just how much they're going to order, things like that. Uh, The Forbes article states that they they asked the CEO, James Matthews, some questions, and he says that they generate over 20 million forecasts a day, 20 million a day. That's just wild, and they do that in order to find the right balance between the freshness of the food as well as availability of the different uh, items. They're using AI in several ways. So another way that they use it is in terms of packaging. They have a warehouse that they have these swarm robots that can essentially pick out orders. And he states that their system can pick out 50 items in five minutes. So once again, they are, they're minimizing the amount of time it takes to get an order to a customer, which is critical in the food delivery business, because you don't want spoiled food or, you know, anything to go bad or anything to melt. Lastly, he states that the company is using, um, machine learning modeling to optimize the routes that the delivery cars take. So this is awesome, out of Ocado, they're showing just how much of a difference um, Optimization makes with machine learning on their business. And by making them more efficient, they're able to just not waste as much. You know, I think we really need to be seeing a lot more um more of this type of stuff because too many, too many institutions are are wasting too much food and too many people are going hungry every day. Next up, the United States, artificial intelligence. Lots of countries are getting on board with artificial intelligence. Um, Really starting to realize that it's got to be an integral part of defense and military strategy. Vladimir Putin uh, recently stated, and when I say recent, I say the last few years. I'll have to hunt down the exact date of that quote. But he said something along the lines of the country that dominates AI will rule the world. And that's a pretty uh, pretty chilling statement from one of the leaders of one of the world's superpowers. So countries are seriously starting to put some money behind AI, AI research, AI applications, especially with defense and military in mind. And I've covered several stories that show kind of how the U.S. is one of the ones that are falling behind. Robert Work, uh, an executive at the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence, has stated recently that China is a huge threat and we need to catch up and mitigate and just really double down and, and work hard at catching up. Because we're falling short, and if we aren't able to keep up, we're not going to have the latest and greatest in terms of defense and safety of our country. So China, he states, well, the report states that they're really good at applying technologies at scale rapidly. U.S. is still really... Uh, still really excels at making uh, discoveries in machine learning. So we're, we're good at research, but in terms of implementation and adoption, uh, we're definitely lacking. Um, we're also, we're just not putting the money into this research that we should be. Recently, there was a um, pretty huge Pentagon contract from, uh, you know, from, our defense department that was awarded to Microsoft for cloud-based infrastructure. Um, however, there needs to be lots of these types of contracts being pumped out, and if there's money going into the the fields, then we'll we'll start to start to catch up. So this commission, the uh, the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence, is kind of. That kind of seems to be the theme that they're, uh, you know, going with these these last few months. I've covered a few stories. They're working on a full report to kind of detail how bad we are, essentially. Um, And, you know, kind of see the state of AI in other countries and see where we are. And they're going to release this report sometime next year. So hoping that report kind of kicks some legislators into uh, gear and... And so that they're able to say, well, yeah, we should definitely be pumping more money into this next up the beloved office suite of products. Uh, you know, everyone, everyone uses them at their jobs for the most part. Pretty much everyone uses word. Everyone uses outlook in some way, not everyone of course, but if you work in an office environment, um, I'd say there's a 99% chance, it's a completely made-up statistic, that you're using some sort of Office product. Uh, Whether it be Word, Excel, Outlook, I use all of those every single day. The new versions of these products are beginning to rely even more on machine learning and kind of intelligent features that will make your life easier. The new version of Word that will be released by Microsoft is going to be even better at kind of assisting you when you write. So they're using a lot of natural language processing. They're going to be smarter suggested phrases as well as corrected grammar. And here's some really uh, – this is a really cool feature. They're going to be providing even more in-depth reasoning behind uh, – how the model made certain decisions. So it's not just going to say, well, correct this to this. It's going to say, because of this reason, pretty cool. A little learning experience, you know, so that you, you improve. Um, Another thing that they're really rolling out too is the robotic process automation uh, features. So This is a class of features that kind of learns manual things that people do on software and then tries to develop sort of a script and uh, help you out, save time, increase efficiency, all that. So it's also going to be rolling into Excel, one of these RPA uh, features. It's going to, you know, if, if it sees you're doing a common operation in Excel, it's going to... Suggest essentially that you can you can script this and it's got a whole host of features that are going to be in the, the power automate tab in Excel Outlook it's also getting the machine learning facelift It's going to feature um, a Cortana integration so Cortana is the thing in Windows 10 that it's like Microsoft's virtual assistant It's going to be able to sort of understand emails, the emails that you're sending and receiving. And it'll have smart scheduling options and it'll also be able to narrate some of the emails for you. And here is the part I love the most about this whole article. Um, Outlook is going to include an insights option. So it's going to essentially understand the content of an email and say, okay, there's a meeting coming up this Friday at one. Based on this whole train of emails, here's the documents that will be most relevant to this meeting. I'm going to be using this all the time, like every day. I think everyone's going to really appreciate this because how many times do you go to a meeting and you have to hunt through your emails for, you know, the past year and find a document that you're going to be discussing at the meeting. This feature will essentially be able to understand that and hopefully suggest that document to uh, bring to the meeting. Really, really cool. Love seeing these types of things get integrated into products that everyone uses almost every day. So can't wait for efficiency to increase and we're gonna have more bandwidth for creative endeavors instead of you know clicking the same cell in excel five trillion times over the course of your life you can have that potentially be automated with a little script in excel and you can go on and cure cancer or something anyways that's about all i have for you today on this episode of ai buzz i talked about how researchers at lawrence berkeley national lab the california department of transportation are working together they're working on optimizing traffic flow on some of california's most annoying highways i talked about ocado which is a uh, food delivery company in england they were heavily using ai to optimize things such as uh, food delivery routes as well as uh, orders Talked about the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence and how we are definitely falling behind other countries. They're working on a report that will be released next year. And lastly, talked about how Microsoft Office is throwing uh, out some new intelligent features. And I think this will be a, a big boost in everyone's productivity. Thanks again for joining me on this episode of AI Buzz. I will be back very soon with some more stories in artificial intelligence and AI. I just said the abbreviation and the full word there. I'm your host, Nick. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.